What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have a lot to cover today. A lot of moves have been made in the last couple of days. As a matter of fact, just moments ago, we are hearing breaking news coming out of the Bronx that the Yankees are acquiring right-handed pitcher Jameson Tyon from the Pirates. And the Pirates are going to get four prospects in return, four minor leaguers, right-handers Miguel Yahure, Ruansi Contreras, infielder Michael Escoto, and outfielder Kanan Smith. So there were some reports that broke yesterday that a trade was nearing completion and the Yankees were favorites to land him. And at least three clubs submitted offers for Jameson Tyon, but it was indeed the Yankees that landed this right-hander. And Jameson Tyon, he's joining a Yankees rotation that's obviously headlined by Garrett Cole. That's his former teammate in Pittsburgh. And Garrett Cole like endorsed this move, you know. And Garrett Cole had a good word to say or had good words to say about Jameson Tyon. Obviously, the Yankees, um, you know, value Garrett Cole's opinion. Obviously, they can look for themselves to see that Jameson Tyon, you know, when healthy, he's pretty good. He didn't pitch last year, though. And he only threw 37 innings in 2019 due to Tommy John surgery. And this was the second Tommy John of his career. So there is some health risk evolve, involved with Jameson Tyon. But the Yankees are betting that Tyon's going to be healthy and he can match or surpass the form that he showed so far over his 466 career innings. And this is a guy who was second overall, you know, drafted second overall in 2010. He posted a 3.67 ERA over his major league career. So he's not a big strikeout pitcher, but he has a mid-90s fastball, strong control, and he can keep the ball on the ground, 48% grounder rate. So he does a good job of limiting hard contact. But I think the most important number in the Yankees' eyes, really, were the fact that well, two two numbers. The first is that Jameson Tyon has two more years of team control. So that's that's good. And $2.25 million. That's all he's set to earn in 2021. He's cheap, very cheap. And the Yankees are trying to stay under that $210 million luxury tax and reset their penalties to zero. So there's added value for them acquiring a potential number two starter at such a low price. I mean, there's a lot of value in this move. So this just broke not too long ago. Jameson Tyon is going to be heading to the New York Yankees in a trade. And then other deals we have to mention. So the Red Sox, my Red Sox, made a couple moves over the last few days. Yesterday, we acquired Garrett Richards on a one-year $10 million deal. I like this move a lot. So Garrett Richards is right-handed pitcher who's similar to Jameson Tyon, just he's hurt a lot. But when he's good, he's pretty darn good. I mean, he's 32 years old. Obviously not a sure thing because he's less than two years removed from Tommy John's surgery, which wiped out most of 2019 for him. But he did post some solid numbers in 2020 for the Padres. I mean, he started 10 games before being moved to the bullpen for his final four regular season outings in, in anticipation for the playoffs. But, I mean, yeah, he had a 403 ERA on the year. And the underlying numbers are, are pretty decent. They're okay, you know. It's it's the it's the pitches that he has. His 99th percentile curveball spin rate and his 97th percentile uh, fastball spin rate, which, you know, they they hint that he could reach another level of production if he gets, you know, a coaching staff that's more analytical and knows how to use his arsenal, uh, you know, to his advantage. And when you're under Haim Bloom, the chief baseball officer in Boston, you know, they have a staff that's analytical nowadays, so maybe they know how to how to tap into that. But um, yeah, I mean, the issue, the biggest issue with Richards is health, durability. I mean, he's only thrown 198 and two-thirds total innings since the start of the 2016 season. 
So he just becomes another injury question mark on a rotation that already has Nathan Evaldi and Erod as their top two starters until Chris Sale makes his expected midseason return from his own Tommy John surgery. So it's just a lot of question marks in the Boston rotation. The other move the Red Sox made is they just signed Enrique Hernandez to a two-year deal. Enrique Hernandez, uh, you know, longtime utility player for the Dodgers, two years, $14 million, and he's going to play all over the field. I mean, he's going to be their new Brock Holt. I mean, you expect to see a lot of him at second base, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's that's where you'll probably see him. Um, right now on the Red Sox roster, they only have two healthy second basemen, Michael Chavis and Christian Arroyo. And uh, so we expect to see Kike Hernandez out there quite a bit. But yeah, two years, $14 million for Kike Hernandez. And that's going to be, you know, that's going to be huge for the Red Sox because they, they've had a hole there. And last but not least, well, actually, no, there are a few more. I, I'm sorry. Not this, we're not even near done. I'm sorry. So the Nationals have re-signed Ryan Zimmerman. They, they officially announced his return. It's a full no-trade clause. They're bring, I mean, they're bringing back Mr. National. This is not a surprise to anybody. It's a one-year deal worth $1 million. He's just going to be that, that veteran presence who's around the clubhouse. I mean, that's, that's really what he's there for. Uh, you know, spell some guys, give some guys off days here and there. But um, there's no path to everyday at-bats for him right now because they have Josh Bell uh, at first base and they have no DH in the National League. But you could see Zimmerman platooning with Bell at some point because Bell has been better from the left side of the dish. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I mean, some people still expect the MLB, PA, and Major League Baseball to agree to keep the DH in the National League between now and opening day. That would obviously open up more at-bats for Zim. But as of now, there is no DH in the National League, so we don't know that. The Astros have signed Jason Castro. So he's going to be going back to Houston. Um, Jason Castro, uh, you know, free agent catcher, He's he played with them before. He's returning to the organization that originally selected him with a 10th overall pick out of Stanford in 2008. You know, he's 33 now. He's been away from the Astros for four seasons. So, um, you know, it's a, a bit of a homecoming for him. It's going to be one year, $7 million guaranteed. I mean, all in all, I mean, his bat is, is pretty light. You know, career, 230 average, um, 312 on base, 390 slugging. And he strikes out quite a bit. But, you know, he has a, a decent walk rate, a 10% walk rate, and a little bit of pop in his bat. You know, a little bit, not not much. But defensive aptitude is what is the driving factor behind Jason Castro's market value. It's 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 a defensive thing. That's yeah. I mean, so in, in his return to Houston, he's gonna be alongside right-handed hitting Martin Maldonado behind the dish. So they have two two solid catcher catchers back there, and they'll see how that goes. And then Jurickson Profar. So Jurickson Profar has agreed to a three-year deal worth $21 million with the Padres. The Padres are re-signing him. They're bringing him back. Um, I mean, he's shown a lot of versatility as a true utility man. I mean, he's played five defensive positions. Well, he played five defensive positions for the Padres last season. He saw most of his action in left field and at second. He had a career-high 278 with seven homers and 25 ribbies in 56 games. He's 27 years old, and he continues to get on track offensively since he's getting more playing time. That's something he didn't have his first six years. And, you know, he was once the number one prospect in all of baseball, for those of us who remember that. And, you know, when he was called up by the Rangers, he got off to a pretty 
uh, rough start because he didn't have consistent playing time. But even though he got off to a rough start in 2020, he compiled an 879 OPS over the final 43 games, hitting 331 over that stretch. So that that was what secured him this bag. Gets himself a nice $21 million deal over three years. So that was a lot, a lot of moves to go through there. But I mean, that is, I mean, we're just knocking them off every day. It seems like there's a new move because the big dominoes have been tipped. Absolutely. So that is going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.